Good morning, everybody. Ervin Daf Bez Amir Aleph. Before we jump right into the Mishnah, two quick announcements. Number one, if you are using a Gemara which has pictures, great. You have a Mesifte Gemara, you have an Arsul Gemara. Wonderful. If not, I would highly recommend you buy a Sefer or you take a look at the Old Daf app, which on their website they have some great videos depicting some of the classical scenes which you're going to see in this Mesechta. A lot of this Mesechta has a lot of different visuals of different Chatzers, Batim, Rishasar, Rabims, all the different visuals we're going to see throughout the Mesechta. So I would highly recommend either you have a Gemara with pictures, or you buy a Sefer with pictures, or you have on the Old Daf app, or in other places online, you can get some great pictures of what we're going to see by the Shem and the Mesechta. Number two, quick announcement, there is this trepidation, there's he- this hesitation when we start Mesechta's Erevin, and the Zayar says, Ani, that Zayar brings down, there's three very challenging Mesechta's, Erevin, Nida, and Yavamis, that these Mesechta's are very challenging. However, after we went through Mesechta Shabbos, and Mesechta Shabbos addressed many of the points by the Shem, we're going to see Mesechta's Erevin, Shabbos is much about, much of Shabbos, Mesechta Shabbos is about the Isra of Eitzah, the Isra of Karing, and Bezah Shem, Mesechta's Erevin is full of issues of Eitzah, full of different challenges in regards to carrying on Shabbos. So Bezah Hashem, Erevin will be a lot easier, and we'll see after we get down the, a lot of the new concepts in Mesechta's Erevin, we're going to see there's a lot of new concepts we have to get down in order to just be able to understand the simple levels of the Gemara, probably at least 15 new concepts that we're going to see, and Bezah Hashem, we will point them out as we go along, but once we have those concepts down, clear, Bezah Hashem, the Mesechta will be much easier, and Bezah Hashem, to really get the Ra- Gemara Rashi clear, will not be very challenging. One quick Akdama before we start the Mishnah. The Mishnah over here is going to discuss the Alacha of a Mavoy and the Alacha of a Kaira, the Alacha of carrying in a Mavoy. So let's just quick Akdama. Basically, much of this Mishnah is going to discuss the Alacha of carrying in a Mavoy. The basic structure was it used to have houses and the houses opened up to a Chatzir and then the Chatzir opened up to a Mavoy. And these, on, surrounding the Mavoy, there were a few Chatzirs which opened up to the Mavoy. Now we're going to see these two types of Mavoys the Mavoy which is open on both sides and on a Mavoy which is closed on one side. So we're, we're assuming at this point, we're talking about a mavi which is closed on one side, so therefore you, it's surrounded on three. It's surrounded on three sides by walls. You have the chatzera surrounded, and you have a wall, and it's a dead end on one side. And the other side is either opening up to a karmelis or opening up to a rishasarab. So midiraisa, really, this mavi is considered a rishasayachet. Pashas is the way Rashi learns that midiraisa, this mavi is considered a rishasayachet. However, we're going to see by the Shem Shleimah Melech Medigzera, you're not allowed to carry this mavi unless you do a ticket, unless you do some way you fix this mavi in a way that it's clear that the mavi is not a rishasarabim. Because like Rashi explains, the chum were afraid that people are going to get confused. And think the mavi is rishasarabim, and therefore Shlaimelach made a takana that you have to do something to this mavi to make it clear that it's not a rishasarabim. So now, basically, we're going to see in this mission. There's three different ways you can matir a mavi. Number one, there's something called a lechi. A lechi is a vertical beam which you put at the entrance of the mavi. And what Baz Hashem will see in the Gemara is that there to make a hacker. Is it there to make a mechitza? We'll see more about that in the Gemara. The interesting Rashi, where Rashi seems to learn that it's because of a hacker. Kivegar is ma'ara that the Gemara seems to come out that's because of mechitza. Baz Hashem will see more about that when we get there in the Gemara. But that's the idea of a lechi. A kare is a beam which goes on top of the mavi, top of the entrance of the mavi. That's a kare. And then a tursa pasach is two lechis, which is two vertical posts, and then one kare on top, one horizontal post, which goes on top of the tursa pasach. So those are the three things we have to know for our Mishnah. A lechi, a kare, and tursa pasach. Again, three things which are going to come up constantly throughout this Masechta. So again, it says the Helga Mishnah. Let's say you have a mavi which is above 20 amets, meaning you put the beam, you put the kare, you put the horizontal beam above the entrance of the mavi, but it's higher than 20 amets, says the Mishnah. You might, you have to lower it in order for the, in order to be allowed to carry in the mavi, the halacha is, you have to put the kare below 20 amets, above 20 amets, we're going to see, people can't see normally, and therefore, the halacha is, you're not allowed to carry. Rabbi Huda Rehuda says, you do not have to lower below 20 amets. And we'll see about the Shem of the Gemara, what the Makar for this halacha was. 
And says the Gemara, you might. Let's say the entrance way. Now we're talking about the width of the Mavi. So first we spoke about the height of the Mavi, that the Kaira has to be below 20 Amits. Now, what about how big could the opening of the Mavi be and allow you to carry? So says the Gemara, it has to be less than 10 Amits wide. However, says the Gemara, however, if the entrance way of the Mavi has a Tursa Pasach, which we explained was two Lechis and one Kaira, it had two vertical beams and one horizontal beam on top, then says the Gemara, even though the entrance to the Mavi from the Rishasarabim is wider than 10 Amits, you do not have to minimize, you do not have to make it a smaller space. The Tursa Pasach allows that even though it's a bigger entranceway to the Rishas Rabbim, the Lach is, it's okay to carry in the Mavi. Says the Heli Gikamar, we learned in the Mishnah Masach of Sukkah, Sukkah Shikavai Lamayla Master Malapsula, the Mishnah said that a Sukkah which is above 20 Amas, the Lach is a Sukkah's possible. Read all discussion. Now asks the Gemara, in regards to sukkah, the mission just said, above 20 amas, it's possible. However, over here, in regards to the mavi, the mission didn't just say that the mavi is possible, you're not to carry. The mission gave an eight, so the mission said that you should lower the mavi, you should lower the kaira below 20 amas. So asks the Gemara, why in regards to sukkah, did it just say the possible? And then in regards to Ervin, in regards to our mission over here, it taught us an eight, so it taught us the way you should fix the mavi is by lowering the kaira below 20 amas. Answers the Gemara, Sukkah Daraisa Tani Psula. Sukkah, which is a Din Daraisa, that if it's above 20 Amis, it's possible Daraisa Tani Psula. That's why it taught the Lashon of Pasul. Mavi Dirabana Tani Takanta. However, Mavi, which is only Din Dirabana, like we explained before, the whole concept of a Mavi, the whole concept of that you're not allowed to carry a Mavi without a hacker, without some sort of ticket, is only a Din Dirabana, is a Takana of Shalimelech. Therefore, it taught, it said the Lashon of a Takana. Now, what exactly is the difference? Pasul Takana Daraisa Dirabana. Take like a Rashi. Rashi offers an interesting, interesting suggestion. Rashi Tani Psula. Rashi says, says Rashi that since the Isser of Sukkah, the idea that a Sukkah above 20 Amis is possible was already in the times of Moshe Rabbein, it was in the time when the Torah was given, so therefore you could say that it was possible, the Chamar coming to say that that type of Sukkah is possible. However, Rashi explains the next Rashi, Mavui, to call it the whole concept of Mavui is Rabbanan, you can't say that a Mavui is possible, because originally the Mavui was never possible, really you're allowed to carry a Mavui. However, the Chacham came along and said, you're not allowed to carry unless you do this. So therefore we can't teach Rabbanan a Puzzle, because it's not really possible. It's the Rabban who came along and said, you're not allowed to carry there. So therefore, we don't use Lashon Apostle. That's why we use Lashon of Tikkun, and that's why the Chum gave an Eitzah how to fix it. Or says the Gemara, Really, I'll tell you no, that even in regards to the Raisa, it's Shayach that the Chum would teach the Lashon of Takana and give you, give you a way to fix it. In regards to the Sukkah, that there's so many different things, there's so many different halachas in order to be machshir the Sukkah. The halachas, you need a certain amount of walls and a certain amount, what certain material you're allowed to use, and it can't be above 20 amits. Therefore, it didn't teach the Takana because then we'd have to give a bunch of Takanas. But, which is only one halacha, it has to be below 20 amits. That's why the Mishnah taught the Takana. Says Says in our Mishnah, how high is the kair allowed to be? The Chum said it's allowed to be. It has to be below twenty amos, and Rudi says it's allowed to be above twenty amos. Now says the Gemara, this Chum learned it from the pasuk of the Heichel that we're going to see. The way the Ritva learns in our Gemara is that the idea of a kair, the idea of a beam, is that it makes we look at the entrance now as a pasuk, as an entranceway, as a doorway, and therefore you're permitted to carry in the Mavi itself. So now says the Gemara. So now how do you know? That in order for something to be called a Pesach, in order to be, in order to be called a Dori, it has to be below 20 Amis. So it says the Gemara, the Chum learned it out from the Pesach of the Heichel. And Yehuda learned it from the Pesach of the Ulam, which we're going to see different parts of the Beis HaMikdash, 
were different heights. So says the Gemara. We learned in the Mishnah, Pischei shel Hechal Galu Eser Mama Rechalei Eser Amos. The Pesach, the entranceway of the Hechal, was twenty Amos high and ten Amos wide. The Shel Ulam and the Pesach, the entranceway to the Ulam, was Galu Abraham Mama was forty Amos tall. Rechalei Eser Mama and was twenty Amos wide. Now says the Gemara, Shnei Mikrechadrash, and they both, the Rudan Lacham, learned it out from the same Pesach, because the Pesach says the Shachtu Pesach El Mayit. The Pesach says that you shachtu at the entrance of the El Mayit. You see that the entrance of the El Mayit is called a Pesach. It's called an entrance. Way. And the Ulam are two different places, two distinct places. Their Kedusha is different. And therefore, when the Pasuk said, the Pasach Almeida is referring to the Pasach of the Hechel. So therefore, the Rabbanan said, in order for it to be called a Pasach, it has to be below 20 Amis, and that's why the beam has to be below 20 Amis. And Rabbi Huda holds, the Hechel and the Ulam had a similar Kedusha, they had the same Kedusha. And therefore, when the Pasuk said, the entrance of the Almeida, it was going on. Inside the entrance right to the Ulam, inside the entrance right to the Hechel. And since the Ulam was 40 Amas high, so we see that even above 20 Amas is called a Pesach. Or it says the Gemara, everybody, same or all, I'll give you another interpretation. Really, I'll tell you that inside the Ulam, inside the Hechel, they have different Kedushas, they have different levels of Kedusha. And really, when the Pesach says Pesach al is referring to the Pesach of the Hechel. So really, we should only learn that a below, below 20 Amas is considered a Pesach. Aye, so what's Yehuda's Makar? Says the This is the reason for because the Pasuk says, Al Pasach Ulamabais. The Pasuk says, Al Pasach Ulamabais. So we see we have a Pasuk which has the fairish that the entrance way to the Ulam is also called a Pasach. However, if you take a look at Taisa, the Chsil Pasach Ulamabais, Taisa speaks out, this Pasach is non existent. The Maratri Sover points out that the Gemara does this in a few different places. In Taisa, the Gemara sometimes will quote a Pasach which we do not have. So Taisa Sover suggests that what we're doing is we're combining two different Sukkim. One Pasach says Ulamabais, another Pasach says Pasach Abais, so we're putting two Sukkim together. So therefore, Huda says that I have a Pasach which seemingly says that the Ulam is also called a Pasach. So therefore, I see. That a Pesach can even be 40 Amas tall. Rabbanan says, If the Torah would actually say, if the Pesach would actually say, like you said, Pesach Ulam, then I would say, you're right. That we see the Torah is calling something which is above 40 Amas of Pesach. Something, I'm sorry, something above 20 Amas, something which is 40 Amas of Pesach. And therefore we learn that the beam could be 40 Amas. However, Hashdach says, Pesach Ulam Abayis, not the Pesach says, Pesach Ulam Abayis, which Taisus learns that the Pesach never says Beferish, Pesach Ulam that the entrance way to Ulam Abayis. It doesn't really say that. But it says, now that it says, Pesach Ulam Abayis, Habayis Abtuch Ulam. What the Torah is referring to is the entrance way which goes to Ulam, which, which that is the Hechal. And therefore the Chum say, we only have a Mekar, that something which is 20 Amas tall is considered a entrance way. However, something which is above 20 Amis is not considered a Pesach, and therefore the Kaira is possible of 20 Amis. Now ask the Hilgi Gemara. Well, Kik Siv, Hive Mishkin Siv, asks the Hilagi Gemara, but we've been bringing Makaris from the Psukim of the Beis Amigish. We've, we've been bringing measurements of the base of Megish, because the measurement of the Hechal was 20 Amas tall, the measurement of the Ulam was 40 Amas tall, and that's what we said, it was but ask the Gemara, the Pasuk before which said the Pesach Aramayit, that was referring to the Mishkan. So how are we connecting the Pesach from the ancient way to the Mishkan, to the measurements of the base of Megdash? And says the Gemara, no, sometimes the Torah will say Lashon of Mishkan, but it's really referring to the Mikdash. Mishkan, the Torah will use the words Mishkan and Mikdash interchangeably. So therefore, when the Pasuk before said Mishkan is really referring to the base of Mikdash, and that's why when the Torah said Pasach, so therefore it was either referring to the Pasach of the of the Ulam or the Pasach of the Hecha. Now it says the Gemara, like if you don't say that the Torah will use these term, these terms interchangeably, Ha the Amar Yehuda Mishmul this Yehuda said then Mishmul Shlamim Sheshachdan Kaidem Psichas Dalsa Sehecha Psulan a person shecht a carbon shlam. Love him.
Before the doors are open, it's possible. Shinam like the Pasuk says, because the Pasuk says it has to be shachted at the entrance to the Pasach of the Almighty. And we dash him as man, and Levis man, and Ulan, only when they're open and not when they're closed. But now ask this thing more of Vaha, Kiksiv, Ahiba Mishkan, Ksiv. Aye, that Pasuk is really referring to the Mishkan. So how can we say that the Wachas to be shachted by the base of the Migdash is possible? Says, Gemara, Lashachan, Migdash, Dikri Mishkan, Mishkan, Dikri Migdash. Elamai, really, they're interchangeable. When we say the Lashan of Mishkan, it can really refer to the base of Migdash and vice versa. So now says Gemara, now we're going to bring Makaris that we see this is true. That the terror will use the terms interchangeably. It says more bishlem mikdash to ikri mishkan nechsev. I could find the case where the mikdash is called the mishkan because the pasuk says when the satiyas mishkani beserchem. I'm going to place a mishkan amongst you, and that was referring to right when the mishkan was created. So it must be that really was referring to base of mikdash. So you see that the pasuk will sometimes use the lashon of mishkan even in reference to the base of mikdash. El mishkan ikri mikdash minalan. Where do you have a place where the Torah will call the mishkan the base of mikdash? Says more ilam mikdashiv. If you're going to tell me from the pasuk which says in regards to the Levim, the Pasuk says, It says that the Levim would carry the Migdash, and then you would have the Mishkan, so now it says the Gemara, so, maybe, so you see clearly that the, the, it seems that the, what the Pasuk is saying is that the Levim would carry the Mishkan, and they would set up the Mishkan. So you see that the, even though the Torah uses the Lashon of the Migdash, it's referring to the Mishkan, says No, no, that when the Pasuk says the Levim were carrying the Migdash, it doesn't mean they were carrying the actual base, the Mishkan. It meant they were carrying the Aaron, like Rashi says, The reason why the Aaron was called Migdash was because it was the most holy of all the things that they were carrying, and therefore that's why the Torah used the Lashon of Migdash. However, we don't have a proof that the Torah will use the Lashon of Migdash in regards to the Mishkan. Says Rather, from this Pasuk, the Migdash says, Make me a Migdash, and I will dwell among you, and that was referring to the Mishkan. Says, so we just went through the halachas of how tall the mavi is allowed to be, how tall the, the beam on top of the mavi is allowed to be in order to carry. So we saw the Chacham said it has to be below 20 amas, and Rabbi Huda said it could be even above 20 amas. We'll see in the Gemara, it does have to be specifically 40 amas, even above that. We'll see more about the Rabbi Hashem soon. But now ask the Gemara, what about in regards to the width of the Mavi. So the Mishnah said that the width of the Mavi has to be less than 10 Amas wide. If it's more than 10 Amas wide, then the Lechah Yikari doesn't help unless you have a Tzuras HaPasach. So now asks the Gemara, but Bein L'Rabban and Bein L'Rabhuda L'Afimim Pesach Shara Chatzar. Why don't we learn out that even if it's wider than 10 Amas, it still should be Kasher. Tachsev, because we have a Pasach which says, Erech HaChatzar Meya Ba'ama Barach HaMechamishim Mechamishim 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 We have a Pasach which says that the Chatzar was 100 Amas long and it was 50 Amas wide and the height, it was 5 Amas tall. Tachsev, and we have a Pasach which says, so it says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, we know that the, the width of the Chatzar was 50 amas wide. The Pasuk also seems to say that there was a curtain 15 amas on one side, 15 amas on the other side, which means that the entranceway was 20 amas. So now asks the Gemara, just like over there, it was 5 amas tall and 20 amas wide, and even so, it was still called a Pasach, it was still called an entranceway, so so too we should say in our Mishnah that even if it's more than 10 amas wide, as long as it's less than 20 amas wide, it should be kosher because we see that something which is less than 20 amas wide is still called a Pesach. Answers the Gemara, Pesach Shar Chatzar Ikri. It's called, even though it's called a Pesach, it's called Pesach Shar Chatzar. It's called the entrance way to Chatzar. However, Pesach Stam Allah Ikri. However, something which is wider than Tanamis is not called Stam Pesach. It's not called a regular entrance way, and therefore it has to be less than Tanamis. Meaning the Gemara is asking that we assume we have a Pesach which says that something could be called a Pesach, something, something could be called an entrance way, even if it's more than Tanamis. Answers the Gemara, no, it's not called a regular entrance way, it's called the entrance way to a Chatzar. And therefore, it is not permissible to make the entrance more than twenty, t- more than ten amos. Says the Gemara, "Vibayis, and we're all telling other tarets." 
When the terrier said that it was 15 amas of a curtain, that was not referring to the width, that was referring to the height. Meaning the curtain was 15 amas tall, not that it was 15 amas wide. Asks the Gemara, you're talking about the height? I, we just said a minute ago, that the height of the chatzah was 5 amas tall, not 15 amas tall. So how can you tell me that when the Pasuk said it was 15 amas, it was referring to the height and not the width, but the Pasuk says that the height was 5 amas tall, not 15 amas. And to the Gemara, that, this that we said that it was 5 amas tall, that was referring to the Mizbeach, and above, meaning Mizbech itself was 10 Amas. So, therefore, from the Mizbech and above, they had another 5 Amas, which gets you 15 Amas tall. So, therefore, it could be that really the rest of the Chatzar was 15 Amas tall. When the Pasuk says 5 Amas, I was referring to the top of the Mizbech, because the Mizbech itself was 10 Amas, and then another 5 Amas on top of that would be 15 Amas. Again, so we have no Raya whether the entranceway is allowed to be more than 10 Amas or not, says the Helgig Marabaiter. Asks the Gemara, is it true that Rehuda learns the, that the height of the, of the Kaira is allowed to be above 20 Amas from the, the Ulam? Is that true? The Mishnah said that it has to be less than 10 Amas wide in order for the Lechir Kaira to work. And Rehuda does not disagree. Asks the Gemara, if Rehuda learns that the height of the Kaira has to be le- has, is allowed to be more than twenty amas from the ulam because you see by the ulam that it was still called a pesach even though it was above twenty amas. Asks the gemara, yeah, but the width of the ulam was also twenty amas. So why would our mission say that it has to be less than ten amas? It seems like Rehuda does not disagree with that statement. But if Rehuda learns that the kaira the beams allowed to be above twenty amas because he learns it out from the ulam, but the ulam also was twenty amas wide. So asks the gemara, Rehuda should also hold that the entranceway could be more than ten amas. And it sounds like from our mission that Rehuda agrees to that halacha. Answers the Gemara, Amar Abaya, no, Pollock with Brysa. You're right, who doesn't disagree with Farish in the Mishnah? But who disagrees in the Brysa? The sign you learned in the Brysa. You might. If it's more than 10 hours, you have to minimize it. You have to make it smaller. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Ain't it's Huda says, You don't have to minimize it. So says the Gemara, You're right. Rabbi Huda really disagrees with this halacha of the Mishnah. The Mishnah that said that the width of the Mavoy, of the entranceway to the Mavoy, has to be less than 10 hours. Rabbi Huda disagrees with that. Says the Gemara, Okay, so then why didn't Rabbi just Farish disagree? Why didn't he openly disagree in the Mishnah? Why did he wait to disagree in the Brysa? And to the Gemara, No, he disagreed about the height and he made the assumption to be able to figure out. They disagrees about the width as well. So now we have two machleikasim at this point between Rehuda and the Rabbana. Number one, how high is the kaira allowed to be? Does it have to be below 20 amas or not? And also, how wide can the entranceway be? According to the Chabas, less than 10 amas. And according to Rehuda, it could be even bigger than 10 amas. Says the Gemara about Kati Rehuda and Pesach Ulam Gamar. Is it true that Rehuda learns it out from the entranceway of the Ulam that the kaira is allowed to be above 20 amas? About time you went in a brisa. Which is above 20 amas, you have to make it lower. Rabbi Yehuda, Machshir Ad Mem. And Yehuda says that as long as the Kaira is less than 40 amas, Venun amas, or 50 amas, Allah is kosher. The tiny Barakapara and Barakapara said, Ad Mea. Barakapara said, even 100 amas is okay. Now, says Gemara Bishnah and Barakapara Guzma. It makes sense according to Barakapara. When Barakapara said 100 amas, he meant it's an exaggeration. And really, according to Yehuda, if Rabbi Yehuda learns it out from the Ulam, then we know that the Ulam was 40 amas tall. So therefore, Yehuda would hold, it has to be exactly 40 amas. I, Barakapara said 100 amas. He didn't really mean 100 it meant the Guzma. We'll see the Gemara in time. It says that the Gemara sometimes talks blush and Guzma, blush and exaggeration. So, therefore, when Rakapar said even 100, he meant that Ruda holds that has to be below 40 Amas. However, says the Gemara, the way we have the Lush and Ruda, Ruda, my Guzma, according to the way we have Ruda, how can we say it's an exaggeration? Bishlam, Ruda, Baram, Gamar, Pimpishashulam. Bishlam, when Ruda said 40, so it makes a lot of sense because the entrance rate to the Ulam was 40 Amas tall. So, therefore, it makes sense that the Kerr has to be below 40 Amas. Elo, no, Ruda said also could be 50 Amas tall. So, where did Ruda get this idea that the Kerr? 
Tera, the beam is allowed to be 50 amas tall. Amar Bechizda, Hamasita, Atisla Rav. Says the Gemara, you're right, Rav made a mistake. This that we said it the whole time in our Gemara, that the Machaikis in Yehuda and the Chachamim revolves around whether we learn it out from the Pasach of the Hech or the Pasach of the Ulam. That was Rav, and Rav made a mistake because he, he made a mistake from Rabbi. So the Sani learned in Rabbi. You might, the Brisa says clearly that if you have a Mavi, you have a Kaira, you have a beam which is above 20 amas, you have to make it lower because we learned this out from the Pasach of the Hechel. Now, what happened was, Husavar, so Rav said from the fact that Midrabana and Pitrashel Hechel got me from the fact that Rabbana learned it out from the Pasach of the Hechel because it says in the Brisa that this is the source of the Chum that has to be below 20 amas. So Rabbi Huda, so therefore Rav made the assumption that Rabbi Huda learns that it's allowed to be even taller than 20 amas because the entrance by the Ulam was more than 20 amas. And therefore, that Rav would hold, that Ruda held, that it has to be 40 amas. However, Valai, that was not the case. Ruda and Pisrade, Malachim Gamma, really Ruda learned it out, learned that an entranceway could even be above 20 amas from the entranceway of kings, that kings sometimes have entranceways which are much taller than 20 amas. So therefore, according to Ruda and Echanami, it could be even 40 amas, 50 amas tall, because he does not learn out from the Pasuk of the Ulam, and therefore he's not limited to say that the Kaira has to be specifically 40 amas tall, it could be even higher than that. Now, says the Hagi Gemara, if the makar for the beam that it's allowed to be below 20, the 20 amas tall is from the entrance way of the hechal, from the doors of the hechal, as the gemara says, should also require doors, because the doors had a hechal, meaning we're saying now that as long as the beam is below 20 amas, it's called a pasach, because we find that by the hechal it's called a pasach. I asked the gemara, yeah, but by the hechal, the hechal actually had doors, so we should say that in order for it to be mutter to carry in the mava, he has to have doors. time we learned in the Mishnah, what is what does the person have to do in order to carry a mali? Bishamir, Bishamir says lachi the kara. Bishamir says you need to have a horizontal beam and a vertical beam. We sell our missile say lachi aikara. You need either a horizontal beam or a vertical beam. Now to ask the Gemara, and you see you don't need doors. Answer the Gemara. Says the Gemara, the doors to the Hechal were not made as regular doors. They were just there for Tznias, that people wouldn't look inside, so they would have privacy, and therefore we do not require doors in order for something to be called a Pesach. Over there, by the Hechal, they just happen to have doors over there for Tznias, but that's not a defining character of a Pesach. Says the Gemara, like the Hanalei Tzor's a Pesach, asks the Gemara, but if you're right, they were learning out from the Hechal, but asks the Gemara, so then it shouldn't help if you have a Tzor's a Pesach, which is more than Tanamis. The Mishnah said that if the the entranceway of the Mavi is wider than 10 Amas. So the Allah is, as long as you have a Tzuras pasach, as long as you have two vertical beams and one horizontal beam, the Allah is, it's kosher. But asks the Gemara, but the Hechal, the Hechal Tzuras HaPasach, the Hechal had a Tzuras pasach. It had these two beams and a beam on top. And I feel Hachi, Esra Amas Hudravach. However, the Pesach Lehechel was only 10 Amas wide. In Alamut time, we learned in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that even if it's wider than 10 Amas, the Lacha is, it is kosher as long as you have a Tursa Pesach. So what the Gemara is asking is like this. We said that in our Mishnah, that even if it's wider than 10 Amas, as long as you have a Tursa Pesach, it's kosher. But as the Gemara, the entrance way of the Hechel, it had a Tursa Pesach. It had these two vertical beams and one horizontal beam. And Afal Pikain, it was only considered a Pesach because it was less than 10 Amas wide. However, it sounds like that if it was more than 10 Amas wide, it would not be called a Pesach, even though it had Tzuras HaPasach. So that's the Gemara Lechera, what's the mission that says that if it has a Tzuras HaPasach, it is kosher, even if it's more than 10 amas wide. And it's the Gemara, Midu Taimel Rav, this that we say that we learned it out, that the Cham learned it out from the Hechel, that was the Shittah of Rav. So it says Gemara, Mas Nerav Yehuda, Lechiyah Barav Rav, Kamei Rav, Einat Tzarech Lamait. So Rav Yehuda taught the Allah and our mission that if it's wider than 10 amas, if you have a Tzuras HaPasach, you do not have to minimize it. And Rav responded, Rav Taka responded, no, no, according to me, he, Rav was garrisoned in the Mishnah that if it's 
it's wider than Tanamis, even if you have a Tzur Pesach, you do have to minimize it. So the Gemara asks that if we're learning it out, that the, if the Chacham are learning out what the Din of a Pesach is from the Hechal, so then even if it have a Tzur Pesach, it, ha- it should be less than Tanamis wide. And says the Gemara, you're right, according to Rav, Rav, it's Garis in our Mishnah, it has to be less than Tanamis wide, even if you have a Tzur Pesach. And the Ritzvah speaks out, even though we sometimes say Rav Tanupal, Rav can disagree with our Mishnah, so why do we have to say that Rav learned this is Shan or Mishnah? So Ritzvah says, because we only say that we only say that if you have another tarot. So over here, we're willing to say that Rav is garish in the Mishnah that it has to be less than Thomas wide, even if you have a Tzuras HaPetzach. Quick Chazar, we saw today the Mishnah and the Amidah brought down a Machlaikis between Rav and Rav Yehuda. Whether the Kaira, the beam, which is on top of the Mavai, has to be below 20 Amas or could even be above 20 Amas. The Gemara, Rav explained, the Machlaikis was, are we learning it out from the Pesach of the Hechel or Pesach of the Ulam? Then we saw the Gemara on the Amidah went through why Sayyid Rav Yehuda and Sayyid Acham could not learn that uh, the Mavi, the entranceway of the Mavi is allowed to be wider than 10 Amas from the entranceway of the Chatzar because the Gemara said that even though the entranceway of the Chatzar was called a Pesach, it was only called a Pesach Bashar, Chatzar wasn't called a regular Pesach, and therefore we cannot learn it out from there. Or the Gemara suggests another Tarets that we don't necessarily have a Raya that it was more than 10 Amas, that it was 20 Amas wide, because it could be when it said that there was 15 Amas of curtain, that was referring to the height and not the width. Then we saw the Gemara on the bottom brought down that this, we say that the Machlech is between, or the Chum was whether you learn out from the Pesach Lehechel or the Pesach Lehechel. That was Rav who made a mistake because Rav assumed that just because the Chacham learned it out from the Pesach Shal Hechal, so therefore he assumed that Rehuda learned it out from the Pesach Lulam. However, the Gemara says Rav really made a mistake, and really, according to Rehuda, the Kair is allowed to be above 40 Amas. And finally, we just saw the Gemara on the bottom wrote down that the entranceway does not have to have doors, even though the Hechal had doors, because the doors of the Hechal were just made Litzniyas, and it was not a fundamental part of the Pesach. A quick Ha'ara on what we saw today, the Gemara just brought down the Pesach of. The Asli Migdash for Shachanti Batech, when the Gemara was just bringing this as a Raya, that the Psukim will use the Lashon of Migdash and Mishkan interchangeably to the Ashach Sadaik in this Pasuk, that the Asli Migdash for Shachanti Batechem, Bisechalei Namar, Ella Bisechem. The Pasuk doesn't say, I'm going to make a Mishkan and I'm going to dwell Bisech. It says, Bisechem, the Ashach says, Bisechesha Kol Achaviach. It says, the Ashach. What the Psukim are teaching us is that a person has the ability to create and to recreate that environment of the base of the Migdash, of the Mishkan, inside of them, wherever he goes. Wherever a person's living, wherever a person is, he has to remember that a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes with him. A Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I will rest my Shekhinah wherever you are. So it really is a question we have to ask ourselves, is this whatever type of home we're setting up, wherever we are, we have to ask ourselves the question, is this a place that a Kaddish Baruch Hu would want, would want to rest the Shekhinah or not? Have a wonderful, wonderful day.